0: Everyone, welcome to Ollie Craft, the Vlogcast. The vlogcast that comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. This podcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect because I just wanted to use that one. It's been so long since I opened with a really good one. It was it was worth it. Part of this is to follow through with the old adage sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shooting Tribble all over the place, S H U J I N. Welcome to the show. Um, yeah, I promised that I wasn't going to do anything for April Fool's Day uh that wasn't for april fool's day that was just because i've had a weird evening i, I told the guys what i was doing before i got the show started so uh <laughs> it's just because the way things are working out uh it's going to be a little bit of a weird night i'll explain it in a couple of seconds top left hand corner of the bingo card outside of calgary alberta canada oh two one three four some people get that reference you're welcome good evening Dallin. I don't think I'm old enough to get that reference. You're probably not. It's it's probably a good thing. (laughs) You child. It's it's okay. Postal codes are different up here than I did there. Long story. Long story. And from uh, south and uh, a little bit east from the Midwest of the U.S., good evening, Bridget.
1: Good evening.
0: Now, those either um, normal consumers of the show so to speak uh you'll notice that this was an extremely short introduction of people on the show with us right now yeah there's uh there's, there's reasons okay uh so i got a i got contact from uh a heretic woman who said and i'm passing this along i did not ask so uh heretic woman tough uh she said um we have zombie Jew stuff to do tomorrow, and I need to get a decent sleep. <laughs> so, um, okay, you know, right there with you? I, I get you. Yeah.
2: In, in case anybody in the audience was wondering, you know, is Heretic Woman really an atheist? Uh,
0: I think we've. I, I think she's given us the right answer. Yeah. Uh, the The amount of bacon that's included in in most of the stuff that she does, yeah, I I, I would say so. And that this things uh unknown tech we're expecting uh, he he did say that uh he did chime in earlier uh on us and ask uh, do we have a show going on and that was like like five seconds before he sent the show invite to get him on his his next answer was oh okay so i guess i guess we are okay so uh we're waiting for him to apparently uh grow his coffee trees and and roast them and crush them and brew them and
2: well, I, I thought he was. Uh, I
0: away. thought he was like going to go talk to Juan Valdez or something. I it could <laughs> be. I don't know, but uh, we're, we're kind of waiting on him. So, uh, heretic woman is getting a pass. Unredotech Tech is just late to class. Joseph, I don't know what's going on. I'm going to see about getting in touch with him. It's entirely possible, with everything that's been going on, that he's just flat out, you know, tired, which I would not blame him for one bit. Mm -hmm. So whatever, uh, Joey, uh, don't know, could be asleep. I mean, the, the weather has shifted yet again, so it's entirely possible. He's just kind of grogged out of his ass right now.
2: Well, I, I was lucky enough to have the day off work yesterday because, you know, good Friday and figured that would be the perfect time to go out and maybe, you know, get a few things done, run a few errands. You know, and then, you know, have at least one day of my weekend where I could just, you know, flat out veg out. Yeah. Now, I've been to Oklahoma. I've seen horizontal rain. Yep. Anybody in the the middle of the tornado alley, they know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Folks, yesterday, I saw horizontal snow.
1: Oh, my goodness.
2: Now, to be fair, the place I live in right now is pretty contained. Like, it, it holds the heat in quite well to the to the point where in the middle of the winter, I've actually had to open windows just to try to cool the place off. So, yesterday, I'm here running, you know, doing a few things online, and it is suddenly getting not, not just a little cold. Like, it, it's getting, okay, my feet are starting to feel it. it's that cold. So yeah, it had to basically shut everything off and uh, just try to let things warm
0: up. It was, it was brutal. Now I hear you there. Uh, funny enough, I just, uh, I just pulled it up because it's been a long time since we did a check in over there. Uh, Yellowknife, <clears throat> yeah, Yellowknife's doing okay for itself uh, right now. Oh, uh, down. Yes. Uh, according to uh, according to my uh, my Google device. Kagary is currently chiming in at uh, minus 12 Celsius. Yeah. yeah the temperature is one thing, but it's the wind chill. No, no, I, I, I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Uh, the problem is it is um, I currently have Yellowknife clocking in at uh, minus 10. To all of you climate change
2: deniers out there.
3: I apparently came in at just the right moment.
0: Yes, you did. <laughs> well, that
2: was not a kiss. Hello, just so you
0: know. What? No tongue this time? No, not this time. We're we're there's a there's a thing with Peter right about now. There's a whole thing. This so th- this ain't two ten tech. <laughs> yeah, <it's>, that's exactly. <laughs> oh,
3: <it>. okay, okay.
0: <laughs> so as was mentioned, yes, Unrito Tech has finally spoken to Juan Valdez, grown his own beans, roasted, crushed, and and stewed. So, hi, Tech.
3: Hi, uh, I thought
0: I had made the pot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we talk about coffee. Uh, we talk about coffee. Yeah, yeah. Now you see, I in a few months, I had
3: made the pot of coffee. Yeah, it's coffee. The carafe, if you will,
1: or is uh, it carafe?
3: Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm not that. I'm not that smarmy. Don't look at me. I wear a freaking spoon that was turned into a ring for crying
0: out loud. I don't have class. <laughs> so you were married by Yuri Geller? <laughs> 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 I figured
2: I'd ask. It, was, it
0: hit the bill. There we, there we
2: go, there, there we go. The, the Yuri Geller Wedding Chapel in, in Las Vegas, Nevada. Rings made while you wait.
0: <laughs> right in front of your eyes.
3: Yeah. So
2: cool. <laughs> is, that, is that, that
0: the
3: bending of the spoon trick? The real trick is when they get done bending the spoon, you find you're married?
0: Sure, yeah, we'll go with that. Whatever. I, I was anyway. going to say something about Alter's state of mind, but uh, no. No. <laughs> That uh, would be in New York, and that's a whole other thing. We're not going to get DMCA'd for that. The only that altered one, so.
3: state of mind I have is tired. By the way, you know it's supposed to snow by me down uh, down here uh, tomorrow? Yeah. yeah, it's
1: supposed to snow here, too.
3: <laughs> well, guys, now I'll, I'll give you a bit of a preview. I,
2: I'll, I'll give you a bit of a spoiler here. What's coming your way is going to suck. If, it's any indica- if what I had to deal with yesterday is any indication, y'all in for a good time. Yeah. Let's well, now up. I have
3: and to fix my earpiece because you hit that high note. Mm. Well,
1: and what? it per- and it offers the perfect opportunity to troll the kids. You can boil the eggs and go hide them in the snow without dyeing them. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them good luck.
3: Actually, if you really want to be evil, dye them with the glow-in-the-dark paint. Make them wait till sundown to find them. <laughs>
2: God, they'll be frozen by then. Exactly. Man. That's the whole point. I, I don't know about that. I, I'd be a, I'd be a little concerned. I mean, but then again, I'm from a place you know where where snowball fights are you know commonplace, oh. uh, and you know start throwing frozen
3: eggs at each other. Ow. No, you take them inside. You you cut them up and you turn them into egg salad. Um,
2: actually, I think I like my idea better.
3: Sorry, not a fan of egg salad. Just yeah, that's,
2: I like that's, egg
1: salad. That,
3: Richard, I'm with you. You come over to my place, I'll make you some really good egg salad. Okay,
0: that, it's it's perfectly. See, that's that's what I love about this show. It's okay for people to be wrong half the time on the show.
3: It's <gasps> Yeah, especially oh, when man. it's the main host.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hear how i should you didn't hear how i opened the show and by the way you're on as nice as it is mister you've been missing a lot so uh, am i on double secret probation no it's even worse from that until you actually come in with a note from epstein's mom you're you're you watch what you're doing over here anyway those of you that are watching in live first off um i hope that you're having yourselves a good time of it all cheers uh how do they say it in uh germany i am so
3: there's I only a like few that used to say that in Germany. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I was gonna say that the people that used to say Chaim hey, in Germany, it didn't end so well for them.
3: Yeah, exactly. Oh look, oh, no, right. yeah, lower I'm third here. doesn't work at all. Which Yeah, is great.
2: I know. yeah I know. no, I know. we have we, tried all that. Um
0: yeah, we did uh, all that. I, I don't know. No, we we wouldn't be targeted by Google. No, it's it's there's a there's a whole there's a there's a thing.
3: Anyway, um, Google thing. is obviously trying to get some other framework in place and they haven't figured it out.
0: I know. Mm. Anyway, so uh, so that people understand, the coffee that I'm drinking is still the last, uh, I've still got a little bit left, of the ground maple coffee. Thank you very much, President's Choice. Nice stuff. I really do like it. Um, mm. Screw it. Oh, mm. Just
3: By the way, I'd like, uh, like to point out that I have had want- the privilege and I say that not in the nicest of ways of having wine infused coffee where they basically have the uh, beans in a barrel where the barrel was used to age wine. Why? To infuse the wine flavoring into the beans for roasting. Why? It does not taste good. It's Uh, probably better off having a glass of wine in one hand. And a glass of coffee in
0: the other if yeah. you want that just watch episode 200 and you'll see correctly labeled episode two hundred. yeah it's probably
2: um like the same thing like uh there was a wine i had on the show a while back uh Apothic inferno which is a red wine blend which was uh stored in old whiskey barrels so you get the the flavor of the scotch infusing into the wine and like this apparent wine infused coffee to me, it did not taste very good. It, it just, no, know, like you, you, you know, you, you smell it to, to, what is it, to get the nose or whatever crap uh, it is. It smells like scotch and it yeah. burns mm. like scotch, but it tastes like wine. Yeah. Gross. Um, it's like, look, if, if I want to be that, if I want to do that to myself, I'll go buy a bottle of scotch. Oh, and, and just for everybody, <sighs> just so you know, I am not a scotch drinker.
1: I'm like not a whiskey
2: drinker. I'm not a rye drinker. Um, vodka. Yeah. Now that Give being said, vodka. yeah. Now that being said, tonight I got a bit of the Irish going here. Uh, I do have coffee. That's what this is, with a little bit of crushed ice to make like a nice coffee, and a rather healthy dose of Bailey's.
0: <clears throat> Notice he, he cleared his throat after he said a healthy dose. <laughs> Uh, So what you're
3: saying is, is that's four parts Baileys to one part
1: coffee.
3: coffee. (laughs) Close. Well, I'm sorry. Five parts Baileys, one part coffee going full Irish here. No, It's, it's, it's five
2: parts Baileys, a half part coffee. And the rest of it is the crushed ice. Yeah. We daft mother.
3: I can't do accents.
0: Well. <laughs> it's okay. Look, at least he's doing it the Irish way and he's not doing the metric way. Cause one to 10. Yeah. That's. Mm. Yeah. Hey, look at it this way. I'm on a new blood thinner. Yep. Uh, and while
2: I am feeling okay, the symptoms are starting to even out. Um, that'd be a little pill versus a needle. It's kind of a psychological thing. So
0: just, I'm giving it a little help. <laughs> okay. Fair So, those of you that are watching live, now that I can finally get around to it, hi! It's nice to have you guys back over here. So, Stephanie, I see you over there. Good to have you. And Love Sora, hi! Nice to have you guys. And, of course, if you are watching live, please, by all means, take advantage of the live chat so we can go ahead and get your thoughts in and amongst with everything else. Uh, I may not always answer everything that's on. I probably won't tappity-tappity so it doesn't come through the microphone, but... Am watching, am reading, and will respond every once in a while. You know, because sometimes it I'm a really like bad host. I know mouth. what I'm doing. Sure, yeah, whatever that was. So anyway, um, we will uh, we will see what happens with everybody, and we'll see if uh, if anybody else shows up. But uh, be as with me. Let me go ahead and uh, roll everything going over here, because uh, well, we got a show to do.
3: So Wait, we, we're live?
0: Yes, we've been live. <laughs> Seriously? You
3: No, I know we're live. I was joking.
0: You know, every once in a while, you know what? Do just do us all a favor. Stop drinking your potatoes and just eating them out of the fry box, okay? Just be done with it that way. Drinking potato vodka, or you make you,
3: less time to eat them right out of the
0: box. You know what? It just yeah. They're called the apples of the earth for a reason. You can throw them at everybody. I don't. I don't. Whatever the hell. Anyway, let me. Let me. They're tubers. Okay, they're tubers. I am addicted to spuds. <laughs> yeah. Again, DMCA. We're not going there. With five minutes on the clock, your five minute of freestyle starts right now. I owe you. Uh, actually. Believe it or not, this was. I don't have any way of doing in text the circle with a slash through it. They, there's no ANSI code for that for a single line of text, to the best of my knowledge. Whatever, but uh, I saw something that was interesting to me on on Facebook recently, where somebody basically put out the argument that yes, we can we can get into arguments with people, and we can go ahead and say, look, th- the information is uh, is out there, and yes, we probably should back up whatever claims that we've got with, you know, evidence and data and that kind of thing, but at the same time, we owe to integrity to do that, so if we're going to go ahead and put out whatever it is as factual, we should be able to back that up. But, just because you, nameless, faceless personality that I've never seen the name of before on some social media, suddenly come up and say, I want to argue with you about this point, I don't know you a damn thing. Seriously, I have no investment whatsoever in a nameless, faceless personality most of the time. No, actually, I I don't ever. See, that's the thing. Just because we can argue, doesn't mean that we have to, or even that we should. Sometimes it's better to just sit back, relax, and watch the dominoes fall where they will. Sometimes that's actually very satisfying, because I've seen that happen with a couple of people who've been my new best friends. It's amazing how that works after a little while but I don't necessarily owe somebody an argument. Just because we differ doesn't mean that I have to argue with you. Matter of fact, there are some times where it's probably better that I don't. So this isn't just about me. This is about any of us that want to go ahead and have a discussion online for whatever reason. Now, yes, we skeptics tend to be a little bit more argumentative, and I use the term kind of loosely, not to mean that we're mean-spirited or that we're assholes, just that sometimes we know stuff. There's a lot of times that we know stuff that people will just say, well, no, okay, so blah dee, blah dee, blah dee, blah And we know full well that they're completely wrong. But we can find a way of... Helping the truth come out, and you know how much I hate saying the truth, I hate that word now. But we have ways of making the facts come into place so that people will understand and people look at the facts, and actually, with a little bit of nudging, will actually come to better conclusions after a while. It doesn't always work that way, but you know, what are you going to do? We try. There are people for whom we should interact with and should argue with, but we also have to be really careful on how much. There's one person I've already said, I refuse to engage you again because you are that much of a closed-minded individual who refuses to see past his own bubble. Absolutely refuses. This is the kind of guy who wanted to throw me a whole bunch of creationist bullshit. Said, look, all my information is available in this six-part video series on YouTube that's an hour long each. Just go and watch the... No, I'm not going to watch six hours of videos because you say that's where your information comes from. No, give me a paper. give Give me a citation. Tell me exactly where it is but I've kind of decided I can drop pieces to others in the periphery when they're wrong or make an sideline. I don't have to engage them. I don't have to explain to them why they're being a fool. All I need to be able to do is say, look, that's an interesting post that you've got there. And I'm just going to completely ignore the asshat that I've had problems with who's commented before. I'm not going to respond to them. I'm going to respond to your original post. And I'll say why I agree with it or disagree, why it holds up on its merits or doesn't. And funny, when I have a long thread with these people and Every single happy face or thumbs up or attaboy is at one of my posts. That's nice when it's all of my posts in a thread. Yeah, maybe what I do owe is the right information to the people who need it because I don't think I could make bail if I was to hit somebody with a clue by four that richly deserved it. Is episode two Oh five on the, de- uh, is it two Oh five? Yeah, it's two Oh five. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's two Oh five. It's close enough. You know what? It's good. I'll make a big board in the back and start writing numbers down. It's two Oh Dude, five. It is
3: good enough for government work.
0: It's yeah, it's, it's good enough for, it.
3: <laughs> I know I do government work.
0: Yeah, I know. I know we had a, um, yeah, last week, uh, Dallin, uh, made made me aware that we i i i made a (laughs) boo-boo um yeah we had uh 196 and then 196 yeah and then uh, and then episode 196 because uh episode 196 uh part b apparently was um could you repeat the question uh-huh. ironically enough and i accidentally <laughs> repeated the episode numbers <laughs> <laughs> so um we've we've since uh, fixed that so uh if you're keeping track of this the videos on youtube now have slightly different numberings it's uh one, 197 198 199 199 and a half, <laughs> and then 200 so um yeah, uh we we're right now we're right now. I I made sure of that. Sorry. So uh if you're going looking at your uh, at your catcher thing <coughs> and you're looking at it and you're going um what? It's my fault. Sorry. <laughs> I I've been I've been I've been I have been i have been i have been taking the the numbering sessions from the guys over there Cogdis. I guess I don't know.
3: I, <laughs> this I just is episode nine hundred ninety nine. One more, and we'll hit the thousand mark, folks. Keep yeah. tuned next week. Yeah, I'm.
2: I'm actually waiting for the uh, one night when we all get so drunk, and and you just end up saying, you know, this is episode potato.
0: <laughs> <laughs> then, then we'll have made it. This is episode the last. Thanks for being with us, guys. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <you> know... <laughs> Holy shit! And, I come, I come on, and everything goes to hell. What are the odds? Yeah, and I'm sober.
0: Uh, yeah, you and know, Awake, that's even more impressive.
3: You know, yeah, I'm awake.
2: <laughs> it, it, it's interesting. The, um,
3: you know, after I, I did, made I a just, lot of copy, I finished off one of these, then I logged in.
2: <laughs> there you go. Um, I wanted to dovetail a little bit off the, the freestyle here, if, if that's okay. Um, a while back, <clears throat> I was asked to uh, proofread an essay that somebody was going to do uh, for their YouTube channel. Uh, he he just put it out to uh, some guys in a Discord channel that I happen to belong to, and I offered to check it over with him. And I was kind of amazed at uh, what he was talking about. It was called, uh, the essay was called On Invalid Arguments. And it was basically taking two, um, two YouTubers who are known for quote-unquote debating or they post an awful lot of content. And bullshitting? the hmm?
3: bullshitting or true debates?
2: Um, well, I don't think either one of them are actual real debaters, but uh, they both have channels where they, of course, post their basically video essays like so many others do. But there was a stark difference between the two of them. Uh, one of them continuously cites her sources, like speaks them and puts them up on the screen uh basically giving the audience a chance to go and check her her sources to see you know to check for their own validity and perhaps read a little bit more into the studies she's quoting
0: yeah, basically keeping you honest
2: yeah so so a lot like what you do like you said you you cite your sources you you, you route your references yeah no, but that's the point. the other person is one of these. Educate yourself type people where they'll post a link to, you know, perhaps a 50 page, uh, report or a six hour video series. And when you ask for specifics, they will double down. They will get aggressive and they will try to, they'll throw the sources at you again and say, look, just go here and educate yourself. Now, while that does not necessarily invalidate somebody's argument, it does reduce, I think, a lot of its credibility because, well, if you're not willing or able to take the appropriate chunk out of what you've just thrown at me and say, go here and look at this, then
0: why should we, why bother? I got, I got, I got, I, I, I know this one. I've heard this one. Let me, let me see if I can, let me see if I can warm up for this one. <laughs> me, 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 me. <laughs> I'm not going to do your homework for you. Yep. I
2: fucking hate Or, that. or the other one I've heard and not necessarily in the circle that this show typically goes around. But when I hear the phrase, it's not my job to educate you. Uh, to quote Gene Wilder from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, wrong, sir, you are wrong. Mm-hmm. Because if you are the one who is claiming, making this claim to me, to tell me that you, what you're saying is right, then it is. The onus is completely on you to tell me where you're getting the source and to explain it to me in such a way that, hey, you're not patronizing me. Because... It, uh- it, Do not patronize someone you're talking to.
0: Pat, Patra, Pat, that's patronize. That's a different one. Either way. Patronizing is giving. No, you're
2: right. You're right. Okay. Yeah. yeah,
0: I'm not trying trying to be a dick about it. It's, 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 no, I understand.
2: (laughs) Yeah. You patronize an establishment. Right. (laughs) My bad. Uh, I blame the booze. You can
3: also patronize the establishment owner.
2: Yeah, yeah, which is, you know, th- that's when Vinny and Bucky, the two guys, uh, the, the two muscled mooks down under the door, uh, kindly escort you out through a uh, brief experience of airfare.
3: Okay. you talking Enough. about uh, that... Vinny, you just want to back me up.
2: Yeah, but anyways, <clears throat> my point is, if you tell me that it is not your job to educate me on the point that you're trying to make, and that you're just telling me to go educate yourself, your credibility for, to me has gone in the toilet. And as far as I'm concerned, you are lying your ass off and do not deserve to, well, basically you you don't deserve to speak on on any kind of topic like this.
3: I always like to tell you, go use Google. The research is out there. You can find it. Just, just find it yourself. Yeah. yeah. No,
2: it it does not work like that. Oh yeah. Now the, the downside of that is I've, I've run across articles using Google. And I've wanted to use them as a counter to something. But when I go back to look for the source, I can't find it. You know, maybe the page has gone down. Maybe the, uh, the search engine has changed so that I can no longer find that particular article or, or something. And that's really bad because then if I want to try to rely on that source, I no longer can because, well, what am I going to say? Well, I found it on Google, but I can't find it right now. Well, that kind of makes me look like the very kind of dick I'm trying to fight against. Yep. So, I mean, it's, like I said, there's a downside to it. But, yeah, if somebody ever tells you just, you know, oh, go to Google or go to find this or, you know, uh, analyze, educate yourself. uh, No. Screw you. The onus is on you. You make the, yeah.
0: makes one thing if
3: you're telling them, look. I got this book, it's 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 this title, I can't remember what the author is, but if you punch it into Google, the author pops right up. That's one thing. You know, It like if you say, oh, go to Wikipedia and enter these terms, and you'll find it, this article in Wikipedia, that's not the same as saying, oh, just look it up.
2: Well, I would be a little, I'd be requesting something a little more specific than that though, because you say, oh, it's this book. Okay, where in this book, because I'm not going to go through 300 pages to find a single sentence that taken out of complete context might justify or might corroborate what you've said.
3: Yeah, well, I was using the example of people do forget to bookmark things from time to time. We end up, we ourselves on this show have ended up having to go, oh "Oh, crap, we forgot the book market. Let's see if we can find it real quick. Uh, How the hell did we find this last time? You know? Yeah. And what I'm saying is, is that sometimes that happens. If if it's a one-off, if it's a one-off, that's one thing. If they're doing it every single time, I would air, I would side with you down going, hey, look, you know, you do it once. That's one thing. You, You keep doing it. You're insulting my intelligence.
0: Yeah, Exactly. Yep. And, um, like I said, this, this one particular dude, you know, yeah, yeah, it's, it, it's a, it's a whole other thing. And, uh, by the way, uh, Stephanie had made, uh, had made mention quote, I love Aaron Ra's foundational falsehoods series. Oh yes. Oh yes. That's I, I'm, I'm on board with you.
2: I have that one. And why do people laugh at creationist yep. as bookmark playlists? And the beautiful thing about at least the, uh, the why do people laugh at creationists? He's still updating it. Because like, it's so easy. Well, well, not only that, but I mean like Ken Ham as more and more stuff came out about the, uh, the money problems that he's been having and the, um, you know, they, they finally got, you know, the, the statistics for like the, the man hours of labor and for everything like that, he actually came back cause he, he'd been off that show for a while. And then he just, he, he came back. He's like, yeah, we've, this fits, you know, is all he basically said. is says, this fits.
0: So he put it in. know. <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> so, yeah, lots, yeah, lots of stuff. So oh, yeah. let's, uh, let's go ahead and uh, cover uh, really quickly and then get into the whole thing of it all. Uh, as far as the update on Rafe Badawi, uh, we don't have anything directly on him at this point. His wife is still pushing really, really hard for the government to work some way of getting some kind of a, a, a special case for him to make him Canadian citizen, which we've talked about before is, is just a, a big old can of worms for legalities and amongst mm-hmm. other things. So, you know, obviously we're not expecting very much of anything on that, but, she, you know, she she's still pushing, which is, I mean... Uh, amazing woman uh i did however see uh very briefly that there is some award that he has been uh bestowed with uh for uh, i forget exactly what it was i think it was a group in california that was uh giving him an award for uh bravery in journalism i believe is what it was i forget exactly what it was i will make sure that i've got it for next week's show because i was a little off at this point trying to find it So i got it Oh, did you? I I just got it. Um, The article I got, actually,
2: you know what? Let me me do the old screen share here for those of us who are actually watching. So, uh, whoops. Wrong screen. Oh, no. That is the right screen. Never mind. That's right. (laughs) Uh, Los Angeles Press Club to honor jailed blogger Rafe Badawi with Daniel Pearl Award for Courage and Integrity in Journalism. This is from Montreal Gazette. Um, Yeah, Rafe Badawi has been in prison in Saudi Arabia since 2012. Um, There's his wife. Uh, With a picture of him.
0: Um, Let's see. Yeah, you you'll uh, you drop me the uh, the link so I can drop it into the show notes for later, right? You got it. I'll throw that in top right now. Okay. Uh, The long and short of it is, uh, he's been given this award uh, because, well, I mean, he's he basically put himself out there as saying, look, I just want to have a conversation. And he was unapologetic about it. He basically said, look, I'm I'm gonna do my thing because I'm gonna do my thing. And if I take heed for it, you know, I'm doing the right thing. Um I don't know at this point if uh if Insof has had the opportunity of speaking with him and letting him know. Uh, Last I remembered, they try to have roughly once a week phone calls to keep, you know, apprised of what's going on for each other. Don't know. I haven't exactly heard. Like I said, it's real spotty to try to get new information every once in a while. So, you know, we try our best. As of the recording of tonight's show, however, this now puts it at five years, nine months, 15 days since Rafe Badawi was unjustly incarcerated for thought crime. Our hopes and our thoughts are still with you and your family, man. We're hoping. So as far as tonight's uh, actual topic, this uh, this kind of uh, laid into what got me started down this path of getting this show started years ago, several years ago, actually, at this point. I had waited until a week after easter and i had basically put up a post on social media facebook specifically that basically said if i had taken my kids and thrown them into the basement and withheld food and water and roasted them alive and beat them until they said that they loved me and kept doing it because they didn't love me enough i would be a goddamn monster and this is the God of the Bible that you think is so wonderful that you revered last weekend. What the hell is wrong with you? Now I'm, I'm paraphrasing very, very highly paraphrasing. <laughs> and I had a number of interesting complaints, <laughs> one of which, uh, well, some of you might remember. I've spoken about this one particular asshat on several occasions, the one that I knew back from high school who was uh, was an asshole back then and continues to be an asshole now. The the one who attacked me on his own show several years ago um, and his wife, uh, the one who said, I'm going to go ahead and go to bed with my wife and hug her and give her a kiss goodnight because you can't, that one. Yeah, he was the one that was the first out of the gate to go ahead and give me all kinds of shit for it. I knew you when you were on when you were in school, and you know, I I knew you were a Catholic then, and you know, you went through confirmation and the whole thing. And what the hell is wrong with you? And you were never a good Catholic in the whole. You know, I mean, seriously, when all is said and done, yeah, whatever. But um, we kind of got uh, we kind of got to talk about this a, a little bit last week and it was it was kind of one of those things that got me thinking we we atheists usually atheists especially skeptics um we we have a real hard time with this whole easter thing not never mind the fact that it's uh creatively acquired from other heathen rituals and, and and party times but um the whole story just doesn't really make a lot of sense yeah at all so you know we know that and we're the ones who you know look over and don't bow our heads and look around the table and find out who's 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 still got their head up yeah you're we are we're, yeah you yeah we're, we're feeling the same thing we're not with this at all but um how far should we push how far can we push before you know um it's gauche. I don't know that I should use the term gauche cause I can't even spell it off the top of my head. No, no, I can't. Just, <laughs> I, I, I can't. I, I might, I might accidentally write ganache. Just, just, <laughs> so, I would much prefer ganache. I was going to say a little bit tastier. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Tell you. Uh, <laughs> Never mind. Tell you about that later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> More on the Kit Kats later. <laughs> well, no, it's 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 not that when the bakery was still in operation, oh. um, the five gallon bowl or bucket actually that they that they made ganache in, oh. he had a big old you know those those round uh, beaters that you typically use for mixing up um, you'd put on the end of a power drill to mix up paint. Yeah. Okay. They had one of those with like a four foot long. Uh, a four foot long uh, center shaft on it and an impact, uh, an impact drill that he Uh used to mix all the stuff in the five gallon bucket for the bakery. So
2: yeah. When, when I was still married, my, my now ex wife, she would, she worked at a grocery store and um, it was so often uh, if, if I was cooking something special that night, she would bring home a couple of pieces of, of cake from, from the bakery with a layer of the ganache on top. And it was so thick, well, it was so tough. Like, basically, you're done with the steak knife after you've, you've finished cutting your steak. You clean that sucker off so you can cut the ganache on the cake, man. I mean, I'm, I was in the bathroom for like twice as long brushing my teeth, trying to get the stuff off my teeth.
0: I was getting worried Bye. there for a second. I was getting really no, no, worried no, 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 no.
2: But no, uh, it is it is absolutely decadent. I when I go shopping these days, I, I walk by the dessert aisle and I see those ganache cakes, and I think to myself, you know, maybe one time for old times' sake. And then I realize that's just five bucks. I th- that's a five dollar memory lane. I really don't want to go down at this point. You know, fair enough. Someday, maybe. You know, maybe maybe there's someone else that I'd love to enjoy a ganache cake with, but of course she's on a major diet right now. So I mention anything like that to her, she's like, "Cakes are bad, okay?" Yeah.
0: Well, hmm. not too far from the truth.
2: Well, right, she's not wrong, but you know, she's not wrong. But come on, let's not get religious about it, huh?
0: (laughs) Tech, tech, you were saying.
3: I said that's what diet soda is for, so you can have regular cake. Thank you, uh, Fluffy.
0: Yeah, take
2: take your diet soda.
3: Wow, that sounded
2: like I came from Minnesota.
3: Sorry. <laughs> take, take uh, I diet. don't even drink soda anymore. I drink coffee. I drink water.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, take your, take your diet soft drink and compare it to your regular soft drink. And of most import, look at the sodium content between the two.
3: I don't You're have right. To, dude. I eat ramen for crying out loud. Yeah, I was going to say, like
2: the, the sugar, the, the lack of sugar – in uh in a diet drink is more than made up by the sodium so yeah you won't die of a sugar overdose but you'll just die of like hypertension or a freaking heart attack from too much sodium in your system yeah but wait
0: a minute we have I mean even bridget will tell us bridget sodium's important for us though right
1: well yeah <laughs> see
0: that's not that's what it,
1: I, it, yes if your sodium is too low it can cause you to have uh, heart problems
2: yeah, but if it's too high, it's the same thing, correct?
1: Well, yes. I mean, there you it go. Has to be a balance.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Whatever, whatever the hell. Anyway, so okay, fine. Ichiban uh, ramen noodle bowls, yeah, just don't do that. Just don't. Mm. Do that. No, those things. Oh God, tell me about it. Yeah, I ate the,
2: the whole thing. Ch- chicken, oh. Oh, okay, like the, the instant pack of Ichiban ramen because it's got the spicy seasoning. Well, the, the more seasoned seasoning. Mm-hmm. One of those, slice of cheese and two beat eggs poured into it so that they cook.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. never did that in college. Uh I was the stupid one that um had the hot pot did oh. the water put the put the put the the, the thing of of uh, ramen in there. Yeah. You know, poured out the water, sprinkled the the stuff on the top, mixed it up and I was I was a dumb kid. I was dumb I don't
2: kid. know, I mean anyway. you know, that's that's the normal stuff. Just, you know, I added a few other things because I was, I was, no,
0: it was, it was, it was no longer soup. That's the problem. It was no longer soup. Oh
3: yes. Yeah, so. I have a miniature rice cooker and I put my ramen in there, but I put in extra water because in a rice cooker, the ramen noodles, boom, they suck everything up. <laughs> so I just put a link up there for what, uh, Nangshim. uh, I get these, my local grocery store actually carries this very packet. And nong makes a, well, they call it shin and it is spicy to say the least. If you're not somebody who regularly uses, uh, oh, great. My brain just farted. Um, what's the one with the picture of the chicken on it? The hot sauce sriracha sriracha. If you're not, you're regularly using sriracha or something equivalent or hotter on a daily basis. You don't buy this stuff. I didn't realize how hot it was. I just knew that the regular spicy stuff wasn't cutting it. I made that thing in the rice cooker. With the extra water, of course, so I still had some sauce, and they are all puffed up. They haven't absorbed all the spice. Oh, dear. So, normally, when you make stuff even ramen spicy the right way, the noodles are the cooling part. Like I go out and I have drunken noodles over at my local Thai place. The noodles, it's kind of inverse. The sauce is the cool part. The noodles are like on fire. I don't know how they do that, but it's really funny. (laughs) Here, everything was on fire. I ate it while I was at work. Oops. It was delicious and I regretted everything, but I didn't regret everything. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, it's it, it's like I'm never going to do this again until next week.
3: That's- I bought four more packs. I have well, one left.
0: Yeah, there's, there's a there's a term for people like you. Sadists, masochists, uh, masochists. That's it. Actually, I was going to go with dumb, but okay, <laughs> sure, <laughs> fine. Jeez,
3: oh, man. I'm sorry, it's, it's the, it, it, it's- dude. It's delicious, dude. The flavor is so good. Tough love. I'm sorry. It's tough. tough. Anyway.
0: How else do you expect me to clear out my sinuses? Vacuum cleaner? Uh, You know, what you do with your Electrolux is your business. We're going to talk about Easter and. and You're showing your age. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Here. 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 Fine. Are you happy now? You have one too. You have one too. I have two of them. You know, Oh, I have
3: the cassette adapter so you can plug it into the cassette tape system. Isn't it great? Okay. For, you know, earlier,
2: uh, earlier today, uh, just actually trying to get us on a topic here. Um, <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Heretic woman posted on Facebook. Uh, happy dead guy on a stick day. Yep. <laughs> I saw I saw that this morning. And, uh, after just about shooting a cup of coffee out my nose,
3: <laughs>
2: I've had this earworm stuck in my head all day, but it's kind of hard to put it onto to, uh, visual social media, because when you want to say something like, Hey, look, is Jesus on a stick. Uh, <laughs> of course, Jesus is, is spelled to Jesus. So unless I'm posting to. Sort of like-minded people, and of course, if if I spelled Steak, you know, s t e e c k, maybe then people would get it. But uh yeah, no, I, I I'm thinking this is Jose Jalapeno's little brother Jesus on steek.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, if I'm
1: to going to hell, seat. I'm driving
0: the damn bus. Thank you very much. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I'll race you. I'll drive a sideways. <laughs> I'm
1: calling window seat. <laughs> so uh,
0: so yeah uh, i mean stuff like that on on social media there are ways of getting around that i mean you could go ahead and you could say you've got plausible deniability i saw this i forwarded it on because i thought this was just too damn funny
2: yeah that didn't necessarily work for richard dawkins now did it uh what what did he do i missed Uh, this. oh he didn't do it no he just retweeted something a long time ago and uh uh let's just say Twitter exploded in uh n- nipple squirting of hate butter all over the place. I don't ever want no, you know, don't don't. I know. I probably There's put that thing. on the list, which is kind of bad since this is not the show for that,
0: but uh I gotta start a whole other you know, um if I gotta start a whole new list, I'm gonna get an eight and a half. No, no, I've got an eight and a half by I will get a legal pad and i will start from page one line one single spaced in like 15 point font so that it fits properly don't make me do that dude go 11 by 17 <laughs> with the amount of
2: cringe we could put on this show you need a notebook <laughs> it's
0: got a point it's got a point i'll just get it i'll just get an easel yeah. i'll just do it back there anyway so okay yeah so harry woman went ahead and did uh did her thing and I've seen a number of them floating around.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh including the one where uh it, the the quickie explanation of Passover is uh a picture of a guy from Egypt, you know, the the old biblical Egyptian who's painting the the, the red on the I know I know just don't don't yeah, yeah. paint the red on the on the door frame and it's just like if you're celebrating Passover, why? You know, stuff like that. Uh uh what kind of, wait a second. Uh what, is it sheep's blood was it? Uh goat's blood, I think. Goat's blood okay, goat's blood. Uh ghost blood keeping God from killing the wrong kids because he's not in Im- uh, omnip- uh um- damn it, what the hell is the one for, for knowing everything?
1: Omniscient.
0: Uh, omniscient. Thank you. I couldn't remember that one for some reason. Damn. I'm, I'm not om- I'm not omnip- playing that himself. one up. No, I've heard omnipotent, omnipresent, yeah. and
2: omniscient. Um,
0: yeah, see, I, I had the other two. I couldn't yeah. get the trifecta, and I'm not doing that one because I'm I'm trying to play up for a laugh or anything. I honestly couldn't, it, it wouldn't come to my head some stupid reason. But um, yeah, I've seen that. I've seen the, uh, I've seen the velociraptor uh, who's also had stuff like that. <clears throat> and, you know, it's like, you know, there's plausible deniability for, you know, Needling you know, at, at people these days because you know social media. Aha, okay, fine. It's it's disrespectful, but okay. You know it's social media. We get we, we get it. But then you get to people when you're actually with family for mm-hmm. brunch, and I'm going to be doing that tomorrow with family who is nominally religious. You know, they, they, they celebrate the big ones and I don't know if they go to church every week or every other week or whatever. But, you, you know. know, to, to people like that, I would say this, like
2: if you're, if you're an atheist, an unabashed or out atheist and you have to go to these things because of family, I would say for the most part, do nothing, you know, what, what important your, your stance against organized religion or your relationship with your family. Yes. I know those lines can be blurred. And I know that there are some family members who will make the attempt to evangelize. Now it's at that point that, um, I'm saying, okay, you know what, if they throw the first punch, you know, game on bitch. But, um, you know, if it's just going to be a nice family dinner, where you're just going to maybe, I don't know, catch up on a few things. I don't see a problem with, you know, keeping your mouth shut about that particular side of things. That's just me. You know, I mean, um, I haven't said great. I haven't uh, had to deal with grace at a table since the last wedding I went to, which was really weird considering it was a secular wedding, but the grace was being done to satisfy a couple of the friends who were kind of diehard in that respect. So, you know, like I said, if, if you're going to a family dinner expecting to make a scene, then you're doing it wrong. But if the scene is created because someone, like I said, if they take the first swipe, then I
0: say game one.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know?
0: There's, there's that. If, if,
2: if someone told me I was going to hell, I'd be like, yeah, really? You first. I'm like, Oh, what's that? You're Catholic. Okay. So, so you support uh, priest buggering little boys in the rectory,
0: huh? I believe the word you're looking for is rectum. Good try, though. I mean, it's uh, two so tonight. That, you know. I was
2: talking about uh, uh,
0: geographic location, not intimate location. Okay, point. I take it back. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> Your Honor, I, I retract the objection.
2: This is what I get for listening to Stephen Lynch last week. Mm.
0: Anyway. But yeah it's it, see and and that's that's where it starts to get a little uh, a little bit weird. I mean we we know full well that there there are a number of times where the better choice is to kind of hang back. Mm-hmm. And and we know that we don't want generally speaking most of us don't want to go and pick a fight. And I say that generally speaking some people do. Some people that's 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 their shtick. And and I get that. There's a place for it. It's not mine. I, I would much rather listen, learn, and then educate. That's the that's, that's <coughs> way that I typically run it. I think part of that is because I'm just old and decrepit and just not as as quick as I used to be. Well, the other question is, are you
2: going to convert anybody at that dinner? No. Pro- probably not. No. Probably. All you're going to do is you're going to be seen as the guy who kicked everybody's puppy. And that is all they
0: will see you as. Yeah. And that's then that's part of the problem. Now the, the, the other part the, the other, the other piece of this puzzle that I wanted, that I was actually leading into getting into is the one where we, we social folks, we social cultures we gather and these big moments like you know new year's christmas um groundhog day easter we get together and sometimes we're not in our own homes and we're somebody else's and the dynamic changes because Mm -hmm. it's somebody else's house And that's where the tiptoeing begins. Now, um, like I said, I'm going to be going out to. I'm going to be going out to family. Uh, I'll I'll only go as far as that uh, tomorrow. And I'm I'm appreciative that you know I get the chance of getting together. I am a very non-social. Not I'm not going to say antisocial. I'm a very non-social in. Forgive me, meat space type person um so you know it, it's it's nice to be invited it's nice to have the opportunity but i don't participate in the religious stuff and let me tell you it's really tough sometimes because it's it's in there You know, I grew up in in Catholics, so a lot of the uh, a a lot of the call and response stuff is reflex. Mm -hmm. May the force be with you, and also with shit. No, Um, (laughs) (laughs) seriously, you. (laughs) Now the the thing of it is, I mean, we can joke about that now, but it's if you if you were to do that to somebody who has been nominally Catholic when they were a kid and grew up. If you say to them, if if you do the mental Rorschach chest of, if I say to you, may the force be with you. What's the first thing that comes back into your mind? And also, and with, also you. with you. Yeah. <laughs> and when did that ever appear? Never, never. At least I, I hope that I've only seen four. Uh, okay. As someone who's seen them all, uh, I can say that, no, it has not happened. Oh, good. Thank you. Wow. Thanks, man. I appreciate that.
3: Um, uh, so. Yeah, I've noticed that with, whenever somebody says, may the force be with you, it was usually followed by a head nod
0: of acknowledgement.
3: And that's it. It's just, yeah.
0: Yeah. you know, it, it basically a, a tacit. Thank you.
3: You know what I've gotten in the habit when people say, I will pray for you now to me. Do you know what I say to them? Mm
0: -hmm.
3: I say, I understand what you're, well, for the most part, it's usually, I thank you for the sentiment. For longer people, people I actually consider worth it, I say, I understand what you're trying to do and, and your feelings and everything else. It's appreciated. It is noted, but don't feel the need to pray for me. But for the average person,
0: I appreciate the sentiment, and,
3: and I just go on with my day.
0: Yeah, and that makes sense. I mean, they're saying I'm easier. keeping you. I'm keeping you in. Well, nominally, they're 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 trying to say, I am. About you. I'm thinking about you. I'm, I'm hoping for you, and and we know full well that hopes and prayers don't do jack shit.
2: Yeah, except to satisfy the people who say I'm praying for you, because then. They feel less guilty because, oh look, I did something. You know, the the way Stewart went, look what I can do uh, on Mad TV.
3: Stewart was funny though. Thank you.
0: I'm glad I'm not the only one who got that one. <laughs> I'm 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 sure I saw it, but um, th- there's a certain line in the early 2000s where you know brain kind of got a little screwed up. Yeah, so. But all I'm, say, all I'm saying is that,
2: like, if someone—I mean, I, I've had people pray for me, you know, especially last year. I didn't say anything. I, I just said thanks, because what is touch. going to be accomplished by ripping into them by saying, you know, like, don't—if you're going to do something, do it. Don't don't give me this. I'm praying for you as some way to alleviate some feeling of latent guilt or the fact that you're just not going to do anything. And you know, th- this is your, this is your token, whatever, you know? I mean, yeah, I could, I could very easily have called people the task, especially, you know, given as it was getting a little bit later in that whole thing, I was not, I mean, if that one religious guy had popped in to start giving me Bible quotes again, I probably would have thrown something at him. Uh, Something about that tall plastic and uh, usually full of, um, uh, let's just say one of my own waste products, but you know what I mean? You know, it's, it's like I said before, I mean, I honestly think there's a time and the place to confront and call out and knowing the situation I think is the most important part rather than just, you know, spewing it out willy nilly, like doing it in such a way that you can not so much control the, not so much control the arena, but also don't put, have yourself at a disadvantage like at somebody's house. You've been invited over for Easter dinner. And if they are a diehard Catholic or a diehard, you know, God-faring thing, whatever the fact, um, you know, a lot of us who came from religion, you know, go through the motions. It's not going to kill you. You're not going to atheist hell for just going with the flow. Go, call it recon, if you will. You know, Silverman probably would put me to the task for this, you know, because, you know, I'm not, I'm not a firebrand atheist. I never was. You know, I'll be the, I'll be the guy that's sitting there, like you said, Jujin, watching, learning, understanding, analyzing, you know, and yeah, if it comes up, if one of them gets in your face and starts, you know, quite, you know, calling out on your atheism, you know, then, uh, be nice counter them, but be nice. Mm-hmm. You know, don't, the, the second you get your hackles up and you start raising your voice, your credibility dies.
0: And that's, uh, that's, that's one of the things I wanted to make sure that, uh, that we hit on, um, the dynamic between having people at your, well, I was going to say house, uh, you know, generic term for the time being, your, your house could be apartment, could be whatever the hell. It's a different dynamic when it's your place and people are visiting versus you are the visitor to someone else's house,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. when it's yeah. uh, and I, I've I've had to tell people this on several occasions before. Your house, your rules, and uh, I want to make sure that people understand that it's not just for these types of gatherings where it's literally at your house. If it's your event, it's your rules. For instance. It's your wedding. It's your rules. I have heard of situations where people were going to be getting married. And there was question as to who was going to be invited and who was not. What was going to be part of the reception and not. Things like, was there going to be an invocation at the reception or not and who wanted what in, who wanted which preacher or, or you, you get the idea. If it's your event, doesn't matter what it is or where it is, your house, your rules. Now you don't have to be a dick about it, but you also don't need to be a doormat neither. Mm-hmm. And, um. You know, if if any of us know full well what what that part is like, uh, I'm I'm sorry, Bridget, but I I have to think, you know, of of any of us that had to learn, had to learn, you you owe it to yourself not to be a doormat. I, I think that you coming out of uh, coming out of your, uh, I, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm gonna call it like it was. Um uh, your cult. Mm-hmm. You know, um you 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 had to learn because you didn't have too much of a choice.
1: Well, I mean being a doormat was part of the doctrine. Exactly. And I was heavily indoctrinated. <laughs> There's no other way to put it.
0: Yeah, and, and you've said before, you know, you you wanted to get into medicine. And you, you went for it and then suddenly the floor fell out from underneath you and you, to, to coin a term, you basically went, uh, wait, what's all this I didn't know about? Why didn't I know about this? Hi.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, I mean, talking about turning your world upside down and, you know, then I started questioning, well, what else have I been lied to about? And I mean, it just—it was stunning to me, and I felt so stupid and lied to, and just a lot of different emotions. Yeah, now it was scary. It was scary.
0: I don't blame you, but um, I'm I'm bringing this up not because I'm I'm trying to make a point about you know religious indoctrination, religious indoctrination, allocution. You know, every once in a while, I think I've I've got this whole, you know, speaking thing d- down. And then every once in a while, I think that I actually went to the James Brown School of Allocution And I can't say a goddamn word. <laughs> Man. What? <coughs> d- later. Later. Another time. Later.
3: Um, no, no. I was just being goofy.
0: I d- Again, later. Uh, I'm bringing it up because... Being a doormat is worse. Sorry, it is as bad as stomping on someone. And sometimes it's worse. Sometimes it's not as bad, but it's never a good thing. Either extreme is never a good thing. It's okay to hang back once in a while because nobody wants anybody. Wheaton's rule, you know, don't be a dick. But at the same time, you know, hanging back too much is a problem. Now, in these, in these situations where we get, uh, we get our folks together for these kinds of events, you know, it's okay to hang back a little bit, you know, don't, don't pick a fight, but at the same time, you don't have to just take it if. Drunk Uncle Willie is going ahead on his tirade again about the unbelievers who are going to be going to hell and oh, doing that. That's what
2: I and said. Uh, that, that's what I've been saying is don't, yeah. you know, d- don't start it. But if someone does start it, work towards finishing it, be it diffusing the situation, or if you've got to show the guy up, if you've got to bruise his ego, a little bit to get him to shut up, then well, he started it. Yeah. Like, yeah you want Here's a, an interesting situation that I had to deal with. Um, I didn't find out till later, uh, largely because I didn't know this particular family, but uh, my nephew got married recently. A beautiful wedding out at a ranch. Uh, his now wife's family, they run a rather large, a uh, horse ranch out in the sticks out here. Uh, it's, it, it took, it, it took a while to get there uh, for the, for the wedding day. Um, but they, you know, they breed horses, they stable them. They uh, train people to ride. They also do a dressage. You know, the, the, uh,
0: I was about to say horse dancing, but you know what I mean? I, they, they, Folks, there's a lot of stuff going on behind these eyelids right now, and it's not that yeah. I'm tired. i am just tried them okay. really hard. This is not the show and venue. Yeah. For what... Yeah, later. Later. <laughs> now, anyway, yeah. Um, Bridget, no, hold on a second. Bridget, seriously, you, um, if you have some idea, we really <laughs> have to talk sometime. If you don't, I'm so glad you're having a good laugh at my expense right about now.
2: So... Yeah, I just put the two and two together, and now I'm regretting going down this road.
0: No, no, it's, it's perfectly fine. I was actually going to say, you know, you've got one of those – well, you've got two of those, uh, those salt lamps back there. You could have brought it there as a gift offering for the horses. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, If I'd them
2: like two years ago, whatever. Yeah, well, Anyways. Details, details. Go on, go on. So the wedding was uh, for family and friends, obviously. Um, It was held – in the backyard of, uh, her grandparents house nice by justice of the peace with a couple of interesting little ceremonies thrown in, um, just, but everything secular, there, there was no mention of God. There was no mention of Jesus. There was no mention of this or that, or, you know, the other stuff. Her family is Mormon. Uh, apparently she had been, um, excommunicated from the faith, but in a completely weird turn, not separated from the family. So if the local religion, whatever, had said, well, you know, you can't have, you you can't talk with her. uh, The old man, the the patriarch of the family basically said, (laughs) screw you. And has kept a, some kind of relationship with his granddaughter. Uh, the only stipulation was that it was a dry wedding, no booze, except the one guy that smuggled it in, and, uh, like total high school basically had like a, um, a hip flask, no, uh, sports bottle filled with something gotta be he was pinned. <laughs> He's standing outside the barn where we're going in for the dinner and he's kind of bobbing and weaving trying to look sober and utterly failing. And after the after the ceremony I went back to my brother's place and we had a couple of drinks and he showed up. And I didn't you know there's uh th-
0: there is a limit to how drunk a person can get. Oh yes, I, I learned I I learned my uh, I learned yeah. my limit a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, but but you know there
2: there, there does become a point where you drink more, but you don't, uh, you don't get more drunk. Like you you don't get any worse off. Yeah. This guy not only crossed that line, he blew past it and kept going. I mean, he just, he, he, got, he got to my brother's place, continued to drink his face off and he got worse and worse and worse. Thankfully not too vocal, just couldn't move that well. But to my point, um, like you said, your house, your house, your rules. And that was their stipulation. Just, you know what, we'll, we'll do the thing here. It won't be a, uh, a religious wedding, but we just ask, you know, no booze on, on premises because that's our religious thing. And nobody really said anything about it. You know, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a drinker more than socially. You know, I, I do not. I mean, I got a 26 of vodka that I've had in my cupboard since like last Christmas, I think I've maybe taken two shots out of it. You know, I just, I don't, I don't drink that much. Um, but nobody there was offended by it. And like I said, I didn't even know about the whole Mormon thing until after the ceremony, my brother said, yeah, these guys are Mormons. Like, wait a minute, but if, if she's not Mormon anymore, but there's still a relationship going on here. What's going on? Cause I thought that was one of the whole things,
0: you know, I, I guess case by case. Yeah. Uh, mm. this, this, this was up there in Canada and, and yeah. both of the families were also Canadian. right? Well, yeah.
2: I mean, well, one of it was my family, my, my brother's son. Mm. Um, Who's gone, he's gotten himself into a couple of things over the, over the years. And yeah, and she, uh, is also part of a family up in Canada.
0: Okay. It's all not right. this cross border thing. All right. It's, it's, all right. The, the reason why I'm, I'm kind of bringing that up is that, uh, we know for well that, um, the Canadian side of the border religion is, uh, how do we
2: not it, quite it, as hard a deal. It's not as hardcore as it is down in the States.
0: Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. yeah that's, that's I great.
3: mean, does Canada even have the, uh, an American, uh, a Canadian equivalent of the American Bible belt? Um, I th- honestly, uh, if, if
2: there is tech, I might, I might be living close to the buckle. Uh, well, just Al- Alberta is a very conservative province. There's a lot of grassroots old world type values here. Um, you can see it with some people, you can hear it, uh, especially when they talk about, I mean, I, I, live in a very, um, ethnically saturated place. Um, I believe in this particular neighborhood, I'm in the minority, but again, I don't, uh, I don't give anybody grief over it, but there are people who have their reservations about that kind of stuff. Um, but around here, if I hear someone say, praise the Lord that you're having a good day. You know, you, you shake somebody's hand and say, Hey, how's your day been? Oh, and you respond, Oh, my day's been great. Oh, praise Jesus. Right away, that sets off alarm bells up here. But I have noticed down in the states, particularly in the Bible belt, when I've been traveling, I hear that one crop up quite a
0: bit. Yeah. All right. Uh re- really quickly, uh only because uh, only because I want to keep making sure that you're awake, Bridget. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, for, the, for the people, all right, just just making sure that we've got uh, points cleared, and uh, Tech, I'd otherwise ask you, but you're ready, you're ready, awake and talking. You're, you are still awake, though, right? I mean, I, yeah. I, I come. No, Tech.
1: Oh no, he's snoring.
0: You know what? Screw you too. All <laughs> right, so when, when when referring to when referring to the Bible Belt here in the U.S., geographically, generally speaking, what kind of areas are we talking about?
1: Uh, Talking about the South, some of the Midwest, uh, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee—the
0: the the places that have got the drawl, the Nawlins drawl. All right, now the the reason why I wanted to bring that up is to make sure that people understand that a lot of Protestants there. Oh, they're true, true. Yeah,
1: a lot of Protestants, a lot of evangelicals, Protestants, Southern Uh, Baptists, Uh, Baptists.
0: All right. Now, the reason why I'm um kind of bringing this into the into the equation is that and I, I will admit I'm not a Canadian much to the surprise of the folks over there at Fertile Equinox in Toronto sometimes. Oh, wait, you're you're not a local? No, I, I I'm just nice. Oh, wow, I never knew. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but but then again,
2: you know, Toronto Yeah. Th- there's a degree of like nice is in degrees and I I wouldn't That's exactly true. call Toronto the friendliest city in canada i'm oh, just saying
0: dude i mean i was born in brooklyn remember so you know there's a there's a big difference i was gonna right. say
2: yeah almost anything would be a step up but
0: uh, uh jersey <laughs> uh, trenton trenton new jersey has a bad habit of uh ventilating people uh, and, yeah. all right, godfather godfather never mind anyway, so, so uh, the um the the, the the what i was going to go for though was <clears throat> even though i myself am not canadian the way that I've understood it as far as to a quote-unquote Bible belt for Canada, it's much more and, – and Dallin, kind of kind of. see if I've got this right. It's a lot more of a patchwork. There's no real geographic area where you can point at and say, yeah, this is absolutely – it's kind of yeah. little, little pockmarks every once in a while – for different areas to certain degrees and some not. And then of course you got, you got to think the, the quad and all that shit, but yeah, a whole that, that's, thing. that's a beast unto itself,
2: but no, yeah. y- you're right. Um, I haven't seen any places that are very heavily evangelical or very heavily, you know, one faith over another. Um, at, at least in my experience, you know, I, I, grew up in a town where there was less than 10,000 people but we had a Lutheran, Anglican, Roman Catholic, Pentecostal, uh, Jehovah's Witness, uh, Orthodox Church. And those are just the ones that I knew about because I I saw them. Um, all of them relatively well attended for many years. Uh, we actually had two Anglican churches, but one of them eventually had to shut down just because of dwindling population. Uh, the Lutheran and Anglican churches have now merged uh, at least – in terms of their uh, congregation, they will spend one weekend at one church and the other weekend at the other. Uh, both churches are huge, I might add. Uh, just very large buildings. You know, lots of recreational areas. I think the Lutheran church now, it's lower, its, it's bottom floors are now rented out as office space uh, just to keep the bills paid. Um, but just an awful lot of diversity in a small town. But even with that, there was no, um, there, there was none of that, you know, that Oral Roberts fire and praise God type stuff going around. I mean, it was all very, very low key, very subtle. There there was no, um, you know, you could ask a person what religion they were or, you know, what church they went to and like, oh, we're this. Okay. You know, um, I knew some people who were from the Pentecostal church didn't find out until actually until this show uh that they were pentecostal because that was when i found out you know the the girls couldn't cut their hair or the men had to keep their hair a certain way uh there was this there was that in this one family i knew they had to follow all these rules and i thought well that's freaking weird and then thanks to this show i figured out oh that's tenets of being in the pentecostal church now that makes sense and i'm and the only reason I never keyed in before that is because they've never publicly spoken in tongues to anybody that I've ever seen. Unless um there was one who was uh oh she used to go get wrecked at the bar every ever so often. <clears throat> you know. But then she was she was probably doing another kind of speaking in tongues, but
0: this is not one of those kinds of shows. <laughs> oh, I thought we were making references to Harry Potter now. Okay, never mind. It's a whole other thing. Terry head, what? It's the. Never mind. You know the term cunning <laughs> linguist
3: comes to mind. Uh,
1: uh, okay.
3: No. <laughs> no, no, cunning linguist, L- linguist.
1: Linguist. That's what I linguist. said. <laughs> I don't, I don't
3: drunk tech off. your home. <laughs> Dude, I haven't had any alcohol tonight. This is me tired from like god awful amounts of exercise today. <laughs> mm exercise and I don't agree alcohol and I agree.
2: Yeah. Alcohol and I agree that exercise and I don't agree. However, I've got to hammer out that I got to start hammering out that disappointment, that disagreement, but uh, that's another story. Join the club. That's a whole other thing, but no, um, as has been my experience, um, religion, at least for me, and, and this is why I kind of surprised myself by coming on this show. I've never really had a problem with organized religion in my hometown or in where I'm living right now. I've never had to deal with some zealot telling me I'm going to hell because I don't have a problem with, uh, with gay people, or I don't have a problem with people of different color skin or different ethnicity. Um, I'm fascinated by other philosophies at face value because I I want to learn Um, again, going back to my nephew, um, he has a friend who is a Buddhist and he went to temple a couple of times just to see what it was like, changed his life Then he didn't start, you know, becoming a devout Buddhist or anything like that. But some of the things about discipline, like self-discipline, he took to heart. You know, back then he was a skate punk after working with the temple a little bit and doing that kind of stuff. He, um, he eventually, well, like like I said, he just, he started straightening himself out. Um, his, my brother told me, yeah, he started cleaning his room. He started, uh, dressing a little less grungy. He went to school to become a chef. Uh, he had all kinds of plans. Now the chef thing kind of got derailed. He's now a uh, red seal crane operator. Could be making boku bucks overseas if he gets the chance. So when people kind of poo poo religion and stuff like that, I do think a little bit and think you know on a philosophical level as to what some of the benefits are in terms of disciplining yourself to become a better person that I don't have a problem with. But if you start telling other people that, oh, you don't follow my religion, therefore I can name you an infidel and I can make you go to hell or I should kill you because you're an infidel or anything like that. Yeah. That's where I'm going to have the problem. And that's, that's kind of where, why I started in on this is because yeah, there are people out there who
0: are just taking this way,
2: way too seriously.
0: I think that's uh, I think that's a piece that's really important for uh, for us to kind of remember when we start getting together for these kinds of things that there are so many. All right, let, let's do with Easter on its own terms. It's a Christian holiday. It's not a Jewish holiday because that's Passover, which is a whole other thing. And oh,
3: uh, anyway, Passover fun. Yeah, uh, I have to wonder. I still prefer Um,
2: Yom Kippur. I was going to say, like, the the traditional dinner, correct me if I'm wrong, on Easter Sunday is ham. It's probably why I never liked Easter because I was never a big fan of ham when I was a kid. Was that a big middle finger to the Jewish people on the part of the Christians?
0: I don't know. Let's ask the resident Jew. That's kind of (laughs) what I put it out there.
1: (laughs) That's a good question.
0: I'm you sorry, know, tech. I no, need to get back at you. This was, was this yeah, a spiteful
1: move? I,
0: I, I wonder if it was a
3: spiteful move. You know, honestly, I have not a freaking clue because, um, as far as uh, the whole Jewish aspect to my side of my family, um, being my mother's side in this case, they ate um, ham, even my grandmother. Uh, ate ham and bacon and those things. Um, they considered themselves basically, uh, you know, part of the the progressive Jewish people, uh, the non-orthodox, if you will. I don't remember what they how they referred to themselves in that respect. But um, the um, orthodox Jews won't eat pork or anything like that. But the, you know, the progressive ones will. And um, as far as the ham thing goes, I have no idea. I mean, how look at look at. You know, us here in the United States doing a turkey for Thanksgiving just because goose wasn't readily available. You know, um, at least that's my understanding Uh history. That's what I learned in history. So either A, I learned wrong or B, that's the truth of the matter for that one. As far as the ham goes, nobody has ever in you guys are the first person to ever bring up to me. Hey, why do we eat ham at Easter? You know, that number one and number two, is it because they wanted to get like angry at the Jews or something? It was like, even if it was, the Jewish people are going to look at you like, that's it. That's what you're going to do. You're going to eat something we're not supposed to. And like, that's supposed to get back at us. You do realize that there was a whole country that like tried to wipe us out, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, just go ahead, eat your ham. Die of like you know sodium overdose.
1: <laughs> well, I guess the starting question would be how long has eating ham been a thing for Easter? When did that start?
3: I see that that would be very interesting to learn because we didn't always have ham. I mean, <clears throat> ham was the traditional roast, but um, we we also had other things too. It was it was very interesting depending on what was available reformed Jews. Maybe. I don't know. Um, sorry. I saw something over in the comments, Interesting. But, the, but the, um, you know, yeah, I don't know why ham became so popular. Maybe it was, um, it was a, you know, uh, it was just a livestock that was readily available at that during that time of the year.
2: I was actually just reading an article. Um, and apparently it's, uh, it was for more practical reasons. Uh, like pigs were well pigs were raised um and apparently fed uh things like apples and acorns uh before they were butchered they were butchered in the fall and then the meat was stored and allowed to cure over the winter okay. and then and then you you waited in the spring which of course had a um had to do because with you fed it so many sweet things um it greatly improved the flavor but yeah from the sounds of it this was more of a practicality thing in North America because in Europe, um, lamb is the most commonly uh, served thing at Easter. I like lamb. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm (laughs) just, I just kind of looking at this. I'll I'll throw this one in the notes too, because, uh, I
3: will eat the lamb chop off of lamb chops. That's
1: really interesting though.
2: (laughs) Yeah. It's, uh, it, it has nothing to do with any kind of real tradition. Uh, per se, but it was just more of the fact that it was a, it was a ready food staple at the time. And it just eventually became the thing to do. Uh, but again, it was just more out of a sense of practicality than anything religious. And honestly, if it had again, religion, like
3: I said before, that whole time of year thing.
2: <laughs> yeah. It, it, honestly, if it had anything to do with religion, uh, ham would never have been in the equation to begin with. I don't think unless as a spiteful F you to the Jews,
0: I can't believe I'm gonna get away with this. This is the meal that doesn't end. You're welcome. On my okay,
2: you know what? Started just, just for that, reason, you have no right to criticize any of the rest of us if we pull off something like that. Nope. <laughs> none whatsoever.
0: <laughs> nope. But of course it's I his show, a... his rules. So yeah, know. there's a there's a certain amount I'll get away with. Besides, do we really think that we're gonna get a DMCA? Spoilers, we could. Freaking YouTube. Anyway. Yeah. I was
2: going to say, when are we going to move to uh, minds.com or something?
0: Uh,
2: t- <laughs> Actually, no, don't go there. I've I've been looking at it. It's, it's just one of those alternatives to Facebook slash YouTube, and it is so full of conspiracy
0: theorists and other people like that. It's just like, damn. <laughs> yeah maybe one mm-hmm. of the other video series I do would, would fit there because conspiracy theories abound in the other thing of uh, sort of, uh, of uh, uh, it's um, not
2: exactly.
0: No, no, no. I'll stick with YouTube.
2: No, no, there, there is something I, there is a phrase I could use just not on this particular episode because it's uh, not a power of 10. I uh, do. Doobly-doo.
0: Doobly do for that. Um, Stephanie had mentioned, by the way, uh, earlier talking about the, um, uh, not doing booze for the uh, for the reception and such. Uh, the patriarch has financial influence, I would guess. Well, it's it's entirely possible. I mean, that happens sometimes. Uh, some kids, uh, forgive me, kids. Uh, the 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 uh, wedding couple will typically front up their own damn money so that they can not be beholden to anybody, so that they can do whatever it is that they want to do. And I will admit we did that yeah. but given the fact that um
2: the homestead was used for the ceremony and the reception at or the dinner uh the dinner was potluck uh several of the friends of the bride and groom brought the food in uh the cake was a Three tiered red velvet cake that was absolutely delicious and almost nice. impossible to cut, as from what I can remember. I have a picture of it somewhere. Um, that he, that the, the patriarch, um, granted permission to use the land to, to use his property as a place to conduct a secular wedding. A little quid pro quo about no booze on site, I don't think is too much to ask for.
0: No, no, no it's not you don't they,
2: all they had to pay for really for fees was um well whatever food uh whatever beverages that they were serving which was a lot of uh, there was some really nice iced tea there was of course uh pop or soda for all the american people down there it's all um, coke yeah.
0: <laughs> and some some areas it's pop some areas it's soda yeah for some of us it's carbonated beverage yeah but um
1: those of us from the
2: South, it's all Coke. Yeah, but, yeah. but no, basically the, the, the beverages were, were paid for, um, the, the justice of the peace that, that conducted the ceremony, there's a course money involved with that. Um, and there would have been no problem, you know, getting a hall or anything like that. They, they would have had no problem with the venue just cause I, I know what their paychecks are like. I, I know what, I know what my nephew makes. He does. Like I said before, he does damn good at what he does. But to, to honor a simple request like that, to make it a dry wedding, you know, given that the reception lasted two dances and that was it. We had dinner there. No, they had the bride and the groom dance and they had the dance with the bride and the groom with the families. That was it. Huh. The, the, the reception did not go on and on into the night because most likely because of the fact there was no booze. The other fact we were out in the middle of nowhere. Like, no, I'm serious. If if the weather, if the, if it had gotten dark, (laughs) there's not even street lights. We're talking it's high beams all the way down dirt roads. Gotcha. Now coming from a small town as I do, that wouldn't have been a problem for me. For a lot of these city slickers, they would have been poached. Like, oh, we're talking totally hooked. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I got, I got you. The only thing that would have saved their ass would have been the GPS, which admittedly (laughs) saved mine because while I didn't know the area that
0: well. But you, you see my point, yeah. And there, there are times when, uh, and and this actually works out well. You know, there will be occasions where there will be a little something. You know, it it doesn't really put you out. People who want to live by Wheaton's rule will not try to be, you know, over zealous. I guess probably the best word for it yeah. for you know asking for uh, whatever. Sometimes they will ask for something that's a bigger imposition. Sometimes, yeah. Uh, sometimes not. I mean, asking for uh, asking for a, a dry reception, that's not a huge imposition. Okay, so there's no beer. Uh, okay. Um, could they have gotten away with having a champagne toast? Maybe an argument could have been made for it. But it's also a maybe that ginger ale could have been substituted instead. Looks the same, doesn't taste the same, but it gives kind of the same overall look, and it still keeps everything dry anyway. But again,
2: why? Why would a couple be so sticky on something like a champagne toast? That, that's that's the thing. Is do, does it matter? What kind of drink you toast a person with? Now, okay, if you're part of a cult that demands, you know, um goat's blood be drunk, uh, because that's a religious thing, okay, that's a different story entirely. That's creepy, dude. <laughs> that then- you know, you know somebody out there is gonna think that.
0: Um yeah, yeah. You know?
2: Hey, at least it didn't say anything about a you know a particular church or a particular temple that we've talked about before because we know that they don't do that stuff. We hope <laughs> we hope, but no. Um okay, if they say like a dry wedding, but the bridegroom really want a champagne toast, well then you gotta ask yourself, how much is that champagne toast worth to you? Because if if the dry wedding guy is like complete hardline, then Okay, so are you going to purchase an entire venue, or pull in a favor if you can, just so that you can have a, a six ounce glass of champagne
0: to to say "clink, you're my bride now"?
2: That doesn't or, make a lot of sense to me.
0: Yeah, and now some people want to go for that uh, for that traditional piece, but I would be, I I personally would be much more along the lines of and uh, and. Uh, <laughs> you know, tech and Bridget, I'd love to hear what you guys think about this one for me. I, okay. This is now, you know, decade long widower talking again. I would be just completely fine with people holding up, you know, glasses of chocolate milk to toast. If, if, if it were a matter that I was getting uh, remarried, I wouldn't care. It could be water. I mean, tech, I mean, it, it, it's not the same for you as it would be for me, but if it were to come down to it, I mean, would you care if it was you know, champagne or, or just freaking ice water? As long as it wasn't
3: something like bitter or like exponentially sour where you kind of make a face when you taste it. Just so, something where you can...
2: Just, so just, not well, laminate then.
3: <laughs> well, if it's sweetened, just something that's not going to cause you to make a, 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 a face when yeah. you want
0: it. And Bridget, I, I got to imagine that. It, well, it, for you, it's a little bit of a different animal, also. But I mean, for you, would you even care? No.
1: I mean, something like that in the scheme of things is so minor.
2: Uh-huh. Uh No. You know, I, I mean, the no
1: only bad. time that I would be, you know, a dick about it would be if they started making all these other you know, if I had to make a bunch of concessions and I might get a little testy about it.
2: Well, if the concessions get too big, you can always tell them, you know, screw yourself and, you know, go find another venue. Yeah. You know, there is that too. Um, like my family has, well, they did, they, they had a rule for us. Our first wedding would be a church wedding. That's just, that's the way it was going to be. um, If for some reason there was a second wedding or more than that, um, we have the option to either have a church wedding or it would be a, um, justice of the peace wedding. Now that rule extended only to my immediate brothers and sisters. My oldest niece was justice of the peace. Uh, my nephew, justice of the peace. Um, my other niece, again, all of them were secular weddings with some neat traditions thrown in, but, uh, no, the, the last church wedding that I was a part of was my own. That's, that's the last one. Uh, even my second, not so official wedding while it took place in a church, it was not a minister presiding over it. It was, uh, (laughs) uh, it was her mom. You know, she just, she just read the words. It was a, it was a secular thing. it was held in a church venue because a lot of her family were part of this particular church and they had no problem, uh, giving us the room, so to speak.
0: Yeah. And Fuji and I had even talked, uh, and admittedly this goes back to, you know, the, the nineties, you know, after we were married, obviously, but, uh, giving ideas to how we were together, we bandied the idea around of renewing our vows sometime at a sci-fi con in near Beta z tradition, which would have meant that we would have both worn skin-colored bodysuits to to uh, be acceptable because it would have been, theoretically, it, it should have been, you know, all nude. And obviously in public, you really can't get away with that. But, uh, you know, and, and knowing full well, at a con, alcohol? Mm-mm. Nope. Yeah. Water station's like crazy, but yeah. Well,
2: so, and I've, I've known people, uh, couples who've had fursuit weddings. Sure. Where they there's nothing official. They don't, there's no license, but their personas get married as a symbol. Uh, two, two of my very good friends did that. Um, hell, uh, <laughs> you've seen weddings in second life. You know, I've attended a couple of those, you know, so I mean, whatever they call the sanctity of marriage these days. No, 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 no. You know, I mean, it's, it's a gesture between two people who want to spend the rest of their lives together. Um, on the secular side of it, there are benefits, financial tax status. There are things that you do realize as a benefit for being married. You know, and as far as I'm concerned, that's all there is to it. If you try to tack religion onto that,
0: honestly, I think you cheapen it. So with, um, with getting close into, uh, closing up the show, let's just kind of recap just a little bit because most people are are not going to catch this in time for Easter 2018, and I'm not, I'm not trying to say you know, get this done before you go to sleep tonight, um, but for those of you that are going to be dealing with familial gatherings, and and we know they happen regardless. Could be Easter, could be a wedding, could be a funeral. It happens. Statistically speaking, all of you that are listening, um, you will attend a, a funeral. At least once. One way or another. Unless of course even people, if it's a goldfish. Well, I I actually funny enough, I was um uh, I, I was about to say something, but uh, Dallin, you weren't on the show last night. Uh we, we talked about um um Katrina and how uh hundreds of of the uh hundreds of graves were soaked. So much that the uh, the the body casings came up out of the ground and floated away. So yeah, we we had a we had a little bit of a thing about that. That's that's a yeah, it's uh, another thing. Another thing later. Um, if you're going to be getting together, sooner or later you will with folks. I guess the first first rule: don't be a dick. Seriously, don't. I mean, Wheaton's rule is is all-encompassing in a lot of ways. I don't think any of us would argue with with Wheaton's rule as, as a good starting off point. Um, item two? You don't have to be a doormat either. I don't think any of us are going to argue with that one either. And as far as I'm concerned, uh, item three? And then I'll turn it loose to you guys to try to add to, uh, to you know, ha- to work it over. If you're visiting, be respectful. But if you can't, it's not your place. You can leave if you have to. Um, Tech, uh, any anything that you think might be worthwhile for folks remember when you know these gatherings happen and and maybe things might be going south or maybe they're going good
3: as far as funerals go gatherings at funerals um most funerals are either due to falling ritual or just something to make the living feel good And you can take that however you want, because if you go down to New Orleans, they celebrate the life of the person who died. They have a parade, they have music and all that other stuff, because they want to remember the good times. Irish, too. Irish Uh, Definitely, definitely the Irish. But the point is, is what I'm saying is, is that... um, what most people are used to seeing is most people are used to seeing what you see on TV. Everybody decked out in black. It's very solemn words are said of, you know, so-and-so God, this God, that. And uh, so on and so forth in the Bible belt or in certain areas, uh, you may actually hear the so-and-so is going to wherever, but you might not be, if you don't come into church next Sunday, you know, turn it into a, uh, advertisement for next week's services, so to speak. <laughs> um, it, it happens, folks. Uh, the, the point is is that depending where you wind up, in, in the case of a funeral, um, case in point, um, when my aunt died, uh, I found myself up in New York, Um uh, nice Catholic church and everything for the services. Um, the priest was a young man. Uh, I don't know if the guy was younger than me or not, but he looked it. um, then again, I have a beard. So the, uh, he talked about her and her life. Um, some of the questions that she had for him that he could openly talk about without, you know, like really breaking any of the trust that, she and him hadn't each other, um, things that had made him think, uh, about, uh, his faith and answers and how to answer them for her and so on and so forth. And overall, it was a very nice service. He didn't do any advertisement. He didn't make it about God. He made it about her. And it, it was nice. Um, people said lots of nice things to, to my uncle, to me, to so on and so forth. Um, but I didn't hear anybody openly say, oh, we'll pray for you, we'll pray for you, we'll pray for you. you know? We hear, uh, We heard a lot of people saying, oh, this, you know, she was so great, she loved this, she loved that. They say happy things because she was generally a happy person. Um, but I was at a, a different funeral when I was much younger. Uh, one where I got yelled at. My mom got yelled at my mom <laughs> that was that was their second mistake. Their first mistake was yelling at me. Their second was yelling at my mom. My mom turned around and let them have it. And what it was is um it was after the funeral. It was at the wake. Um and somebody asked me why I wasn't crying and I said, "Well, I'm happy, you know." And I was talking about my grandmother on my father's side who had po- passed on. She was no longer in pain in my mind's eye. And that's what I was happy about. And apparently that was too gruesome for everybody else to accept. You just, you find yourself in these situations, stick close to the people that you, you uh, love that support you and you support them. Play it by ear. If uh, there's a whole lot of praying going on and you're an atheist, you know, um, and somebody says they'll pray for you, just say thank you. Let it go. Let it go because they're grieving. They have their own process, everything else. If they demand that you get down on your knees and pray with them, you say, listen, I'm not in the mood for that right now. Maybe some other time, you know, walk away, diffuse the situation, be the better person. Um, if it's a happy occasion, like a wedding, normally people aren't going to tell you to get down on your damn knees and pray unless you're in the church and they're doing the prayer at which point, Hey, guess what? I, uh, I, have gone to church a couple times in the last few weeks. Um, I visited a Methodist one. I visited a couple other types. I've visited a, um, Unitarian. That one was fun. Hmm. Um, they thought it was funny that I was an atheist coming to church, but I was welcomed with open arms uh, I said don't worry we, we we won't try to convert you. You, you your type is very welcome here. Uh, <laughs> I was like uh those at the Unitarian church? Yeah. The Unitarians yeah, are very open to secular people being at, in attendance. Yeah. Dude, they opened up with um uh one day they opened up with a Buddhist, I think it was Buddhist, uh, uh like a Buddhist song or was it a song or whatever Um, something Buddhist. Uh, Then they had something from like uh, our forefathers time, some kind of uh, uh, it said from like, uh, it said something Thomas Jefferson was in the credits. Wow. Um, Then they had a a Jewish prayer, (laughs) which I thought was hilarious. (laughs) They're, They're pulling from everything. It was great uh I, I the irony there was insane um but they're nice people uh, mm-hmm. and and more importantly uh every single unitarian service i have attended since um and i i've attended two different locations for various reasons um they've all focused on what they can do to you know what their prayers are addressing and then what they can do as human beings So prayer and action, not just prayer, not thoughts and feelings, thoughts, feelings, and action, which is why I kind of think they're uh, interesting people. Um, But uh, as far as the weddings go, like I said, uh, usually those are happy occasions. Watch out for the drunks. Um, If anybody asks you, uh, so you you go to such and such church or whatever, go, Uh, Between churches, you know, or better yet, join the church of bacon, not Kevin Bacon. I mean, this, this is about bacon folks, real bacon. Mm. Uh, I'm a member of the church of the dude, you know, I'm a dudist. Um, So when people ask me, it's like, Oh, are you looking for a new church? And I was like, no, I've got one. It's like, Oh, uh, where is it? Oh, well, uh, they have an online kind of thing. So I can go pretty much wherever I want and they're like, Oh, okay. That's great. And, and they just kind of drop it and move on, which is great.
0: Hmm. All right.
3: And I know that it was kind of like all over the place, but the truth is that happens. It's all over the place, man. You don't know if somebody's going to come flying out of left field with a dude, you need to pray with me now kind of thing going, where the hell did that come from? I thought everything was going nicely. And, maybe they found somebody passed out in a rose bush, you know, and it's going to like throw everything for a loop and they're praying that everything gets diffused. You, you never know. Some people are weird.
1: Well, what's really uncomfortable is if somebody lays hands on you and starts praying over you without invitation, they just do it.
3: Oh, um, that's a thing here. Yeah. That, that would be really funny for me really because I slap me. at people who touch me. without invitation. And if somebody were to do that, they'd get their hand slapped. And if they go, what are you doing?
1: Someone's personal space. That is the first time that ever happened to me. That just freaked me the hell out.
3: Well, yeah. And I
2: can, I could see somebody suffering from, you know, some kind of post-traumatic stress, you know, if someone comes up behind you, lays hands on you, you're going to turn around, you're going to belt them one. You know, I mean, it would be pure instinct, pure reflex, but, damn, you know, like, yeah, Yeah, I'd have.
1: Well, these are just people who think they're entitled to because they work with you or whatever. I mean, it's just.
0: You know, that's a. (laughs) We we do we do have to kind of get a, a a finale on the thing, but, um, that's something that I don't think that we've ever uh, we've ever. I I was going to say touched on pun was not intended at all. That's why I stopped myself. Uh, It's something we haven't really covered, but real quick, I I think that's probably a a good one to finish off with the, the idea of the folks that feel entitled to their opinion and how they're going to help with your mini exorcism because you're just there. Uh, Bridget, that's, that's probably the last item that you can go ahead and, because I mean, you, you open the door on that one. Might as well might as well just clarify it and, and and just put that one to bed right there.
1: Yeah, just don't do that. <laughs> just don't do that. It's really awkward, it's icky, it's just no. Um, as far as any advice that I would have for handling relatives, I really don't have anything to offer. Um I'm estranged, you know, from my family. I mean not my husband and daughter, but my family family. So we just really don't do anything uh, on holidays, you know, other than just the three of us here. And it's probably better that way.
0: Considering it how... Sad, I sad,
1: know, but... Well, it, it,
0: it, it doesn't, it doesn't. I mean, let's face it. If it would be a matter of it would be causing a lot of friction back and forth with the extended family, Maybe that's the only way that you really can do it.
1: Yeah, I mean it's just it's just pretty hard to be around, um, you know, someone who has said, "I'm praying for you every night, and I hope that you're just uh, mentally ill and not really demon possessed and evil." Um, yeah. <laughs> wow, that, that's um, kind of awkward. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's 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 go with the fallacy of the excluded middle. Let's go with that one right there. Okay. Jesus. Some people are, are probably wondering what the hell I'm talking about. You know, maybe, maybe we'll maybe we'll talk through a, a couple of things later. Anyway, um, we do have to kind of get things rolling over here. I've got uh, I've got something I have to accomplish a little bit later, and um, I need to yeah. see about getting myself to sleep a little bit early because, uh, like I said, I have to kind of get up tomorrow to do a little bit of a driving. So.
1: Well, I we'll do have that. one last thing I'd like to throw out Please. there since Please. Um, we got we this the show went nowhere where I thought it was going to go, <laughs> but
0: that, whole, that happens.
1: Yeah, but the whole idea of blood atonement is just really, really unnerving. It's disgusting. And my husband and I were having this discussion about you know uh, Christmas hymns. He loves Christmas hymns; they're wonderful. Uh, but he was like, "Well, what about?" easter hymns and all of them have to do with like blood and being washed white by the blood and fountains of blood and it's just really disgusting if you think about it but that's all i wanted to say
0: you know um there are a lot of ways of of generating um computer-based movies Uh, i'm thinking of specifically source filmmaker I wonder how interesting some of those hymns would be if they were recreated in these kinds of environments where you don't have to worry about actually hurting anybody and showing them literally on screen for people.
1: That's an idea.
0: Somehow or other, I think recreating the Bible stories that way would get a... yeah somehow uh, I think there would be some very large black sensor bars in a lot of places,
1: oh, yeah, people would get like really stabby about that stuff,
0: and I think heretic Woman would be really pissed. Why would you go gotta terms of con- terms of conditions son It's only so much Ezekiel we can get away with
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, yeah, I was just wondering how how do, I wonder how the guy who
2: did the Lego Bible pulled that
0: one off. I, uh, you know, uh, it
1: took years.
0: It it didn't say anything about pulling that off. Uh, I'm just, you know, no, um, no. Some people know where my brain is going. You're my people. <laughs> Sick well, that mofos. took him years
1: to do, and it was a labor of love. All yeah. oh, those Legos. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's a whole other thing. Anyway, we got to get out of here.
1: Lot and his daughters with Legos. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I hope he stepped on a. God, you,
3: you know, if if you look up the Bible, you know, uh, Lego version of it, where they've put the Legos into the scene, taking the pictures and all that.
1: The, the, brick reviews,
3: Bible. the
0: reviews are hilarious. The book is hilarious can't imagine why. I hope he stepped on a claptrop made out of one-by-one Legos. S- some people know what I'm talking about, and again, you're my people. Sick mofos. Yeah. people
1: if you, if you don't want to Google Lego Bible, it's called the Brick Bible. Amazon has it.
0: So, meanwhile, <laughs> we have to get on out of here. So, as always, thank you, everybody, hanging out with us this evening. Hope that you had yourself a good night, and... I did tell you that we were not going to be doing anything specifically for April Fool's Day. I gave you my word. I held my word. However, the nice folks over there at Think Geek did come up with something. Oh, oh
3: wait, hold uh, on. Let me pull this up. I want to see this before you
0: What did they do? <laughs> they I want one. I want one,
3: one, one. Of, one.
0: I know. One of the things that they came up with this year is the Edison versus Tesla. Rock'em sock'em robots. Oh God! It should be a thing, and I. Dude, this should
3: also be a thing. Can you imagine pulling this off at a pool party? The alien face hugger snorkel mask.
0: (laughs) You know,
1: we can have one of those.
3: (laughs) Although, uh, there's definitely one on thing on here that would definitely hit well with the uh, sell well with the fetish community. Go ahead, click the link. I dare you. It's safe. It's a cuddle blanket. Yeah, I saw wait, that. Here's the funny part. In the description, it says a 2017 April Fool's product made real. Let's. It is. It's real.
2: Klingon alphabet fridge magnets. <laughs> The Rick and Morty screaming sun alarm clock.
3: That's what I was squeeing <laughs> about. I want you know, one of those.
2: Honestly, I have, I am one of those few people who have not watched a single episode of Rick and Morty.
1: I haven't either.
3: The alarm and, clock's a joke.
2: Yeah. About the only thing I saw, you know, is a lot of people use the, um, uh, they use the meme, you know, a pickle Rick. Although, again, I completely lose all context for it. Uh, okay. Yeah. It's kind of funny, but yeah, again, I just, and honestly, I have no interest in, in watching it.
3: Um, what the, the reason why pickle Rick is so popular is, uh, is two part one. The phrase itself is funny, uh, in terms of listening to a a grandfatherly aged man who happens to be the most smartest, insane scientist in all of all existence, screaming out that basically he's a pickle. And second, he actually turns himself into a pickle for the sole purpose to get out of going to therapy.
0: So uh, on top of everything else, Dallin was asking me what the hell I made this animation a while ago for one of my, uh, one of my avatars on an art account. And I was very proud of this. It is one of the teenage mutant Ninja turtles with his hand around April O'Neill face. And the animation on it says is today is March 32nd. We're holding April for 24 hours.
1: Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, I,
3: I get it. I get it.
0: Wow. Look, look, it was either that or the Captain Avatar Avatar. And I've done that one once already. I have to find that picture. I don't know where the hell that is. I gotta find that again. Anyway, we gotta get out of here. Um, thank you guys for being with us. I hope that you had yourselves a great time. Uh over in the live chat at the moment, Stephanie. Uh I guess it was pretty much just you. Uh I know for well that uh, Devin was in there earlier, and uh, uh, Sora was there, so I don't know if you still are, but that's okay. Thank you for being with us. As always, let me go ahead and say goodnight to the uh, staff, because, well, kind of have to, because, you know, that that's, otherwise <laughs> they get pissy. Uh, I don't know why tech. Thank you very much. You have yourself a good rest of your weekend. And um, I I hope that you don't have to be chugging a whole bunch of Tylenol for all the walking that you did.
3: No, no, it's nothing like that. It's just a lot of physical exertion, just going around and doing stuff. And it wears you out when you're not used to it. Um, Basically, the main problem was, is I switched from cardio to muscle development in the gym. And I did that this morning like I do every Saturday morning. But then I added on for the rest of the day, thanks to Pokemon Go, a full day's worth of cardio.
0: So, yeah, uh, I'm coffee's not helping. Mm. <laughs> Can't say it's so a you. But still, you have yourself a good morning. Thank you. You too. Bridget, you have yourself also a good morning. And uh, thanks for being, as always. Oh,
1: you too. Thank you.
0: You know, for well, I'm just going to hang you out to dry.
1: <laughs> oh, you can come find me on Facebook, Richard Fitch, or go read my blog at Richard fitch
0: Like Pulling freaking teeth <laughs> with you, man. Seriously. It's like pulling teeth. Whatever. And hey, Dallin. Thank you very much for your time, and of course for all of what you've done to the storage of my personal storage <laughs> devices here. Well, okay, there is the thing, you know you you
2: can set it so that after you've listened to it, it does delete.
0: Oh yes, oh yes, but it's a matter that I have a uh, I had a, a large contingent of stuff that suddenly said, "Hey, you want to listen to this, don't you?"
2: Yeah. <laughs> Well yeah, that's because of course um, I had to do a little bit of uh, a little bit of work getting the uh, website over at holycrapthevlogcast.com up to date, which I'm grateful to say or happy to say it is now. Um I know I let it slide sometimes and that's totally my fault. Um, just I I end up wanting to do it, and then Sunday something happens and it just goes in the back burner. But uh, <clears throat> but yeah. If you didn't watch it here on YouTube, or if uh, you wanted something a little more portable, of course you can go over to that site and uh, grab yourself the podcast feed. And that's all the audio goodness unedited, unabridged because for episodes this long, I don't fix
0: nothing in post. Uh- <laughs> Actually, you know, funny enough. Um, I was listening to the uh, uh, episode 200 with the good doctor that was on yeah. Um we we didn't add in the uh, the applause like we were we were going to. I didn't remind you about that. Um, oops.
2: Um, oh well. But anyways, uh, yeah. So there's that, and um, you don't want to catch my ramblings on stuff that uh, we don't usually talk about on this on this show? Uh, hit me up at uh, inthewindy
0: 5ca Thank you, man. Seriously. And as he was saying, yes, over at holycrapvlogcast.com. The link is over on the left-hand side. Please remember, don't just click on the thing that says subscribe to the podcast. There's little orange wavy things over there. That's, that's, that's the guy to hit. It's a WordPress thing. Don't blame us. We've got nothing to do with that one. If you'd like to leave an, uh, a voicemail message for us, you can do that over at the line, 859 CTV 554 859-4288-554. Yes, I'm wearing my glasses again because my eyes are a little bit dry whatever piss off i don't care uh if you'd like to uh, find all of our social media links they're over with the website no problem from there and we'd be more than happy to keep you up to date on stuff uh for those that are looking for us over on facebook yes we are actually over there and we do occasionally get somebody who pops in and it's like oh okay we'll like that we appreciate it uh we'll be looking forward to seeing you guys again uh next week with any luck More of the country will actually be in springtime instead of winter. Finally. We'll see. But no matter what, thank you for being part of all this. Until the next time we get together, everybody, as always, I wish you the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. And of course, my lady, 12 years on, I am still in love with you. I love you. I miss you. Dream of me. Till next week and the next time we get together, everybody.
2: Good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment on the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Google Plus pages theme music provided by Kevin MacLeod at incompetech.com On behalf of all of us here,
3: thank you for listening.